we have five episodes now and uh, I never thought Podzilla 2000 would make it this far. <laughs> uh, welcome back. This is going to go over the new Netflix movie uh, directed by Zack Snyder, Army of the Dead. All right. And I just have to say, like I'm speaking for all of us at Podzilla 2000 here, please stop Zack Snyder. Just please oh, stop God. everything you've been doing. Just stop Holy it all. Just quit. I've been, I've been crying for that for years. <laughs> Just quit. You've ruined so many titles that I love. Come on, dude. <laughs> and that was the familiar voice of Mac. Uh, joining us for the first time is Emily. Emily, what, what were your general thoughts on the movie? <laughs> it was... It wasn't... It wasn't cool. I don't know. It was like, it was like a lot of fun. And I would just love to hold Dave Batista in my arms and just love him forever because he's the most precious human. And he did such a good job. Like his I acting, think he would hold you is just what I'm going to say really quick. It, the acting was good, but Zack Snyder let us down again. Yeah. He let us again down. and again. And honestly, so like, I don't know the name of the girl that plays his daughter, but every single scene where they were doing something emotional, like Dave Batista and her, mm-hmm. it was just so funny. Like seeing her act circles around him. Yeah. Like every single time it was almost awkward. Like it was almost like he didn't know what his motivation was the whole time. Yeah. It was just dad, daughter, <laughs> daughter, mad dad, 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 no fix. Ella Purnell is fucking fantastic. She's in, um, Miss Perry Green's home for something, something, yeah. something. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she was in Maleficent, but she was like super duper young. Um, like she, she's cut out a, a career across the pond and she's just, she's just been high quality in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I recognize her face, but I, I couldn't put a name to it. And like, yeah. uh, she was, she was probably like the most redeemable part of the movie. Like she was really good. I thought the I thought the most I thought the best part of the movie was how fucking adorable that Matthias uh I can't pronounce his last name. The the safe crack. Yes, he was. was so sweet. Oh yes, I loved him. It, played uh played uh, Matthias something. It's German as fuck, so I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, yeah. Um but Ludwig Dieter, oh my god, yes. I just I loved him so much. Yeah, he was he was awesome. Um I like it was it was kind of a breath of fresh air too. Whenever he was in a scene, because it was like almost like awkward, 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 and then he broke it. Yeah. It was, and yeah. like there's a lot of unneeded dialogue in this fucking movie too, man. That just like made it just like I don't know. It just it was a little tryhardy. Well, it, it's a two and a half hour long movie that has no right for being more than like an hour and a half in my mind. <laughs> yeah, like. I was watching it and it, I will say it didn't feel like a two and a half hour movie, but that's just because it was constantly like just appealing to my lizard brain. Yeah. And anytime there was not gunfights or, li- or lizards or uh, 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 zombies coming at me, I'm like, this movie is hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wrote so, my notes actually. Rick Grimes would have had this entire situation figured out in 90 minutes. Fucking A, right? <laughs> So, unless I'm mistaken, we all we all weren't fa- we didn't like it, <laughs> but I guess well while, while it doesn't seem like any of us like it, it, I think we can all find redeemable qualities with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was. I mean, it was kind. It was fun. Like, and a lot of the scenes, like the action stuff, was really really well done. Mm-hmm. And I got it. I like. I I forgot to timestamp it, but whenever the nuke drops and they do the CGI like mushroom cloud or whatever. 
Like that's like that that looked almost exactly like Zarboomba. That was dope. Like that was like Zarboomba. Yeah, it's like a it's a recording of a, a nuclear missile test or whatever. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, it's fucking and it look it was it was really 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 cool how they were able to like make that look as close to that video. And Mac, uh, I know in, in, before we started on this, um, you were mentioning that you never really watched any Romero. Uh, Emily, do you have do you have a good background in in the father of zombie movies yes, um, I, or just horror in general? Yeah, I love him. Um, I love the original and the actually Zack Snyder did a remake um, of Dawn of the Dead in 04. That was his first film. Yeah, like, that was, was his first, like, first big like big one. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it was whatever. Um, but I, I love the, the original and I, um, I get, I, you can see like exactly what he's trying to do. And he's, he, I believe he said that this wasn't supposed to be a direct sequel to Dawn of the Dead. It was in production. He had the story since he kind of did the dawn of the dead but he never really put it through and so it's not supposed to it's not even i don't think like supposed to be a spiritual kind of sequel or whatever but it was it was like a kind of a sad it almost felt rip-offish because i felt like he didn't do well enough Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, and it was really—that was one of my first things that I wrote down. Like, no, I guess the the first thing I wrote down in my notes was that going in, I thought this was going to be a cheap ripoff of Romero's classic uh, *Dawn of the Dead*. Yeah, and the reason I was thinking that is because uh, if anybody's not not initiated, *Dawn of the Dead* takes place in a mall, Mm -hmm. and it was George A. Romero's critique of consumerism, Mm -hmm. um, which zombies have definitely been. been been shown to be just a critique of consumerism and 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 hive mind and stuff yeah. like that mm-hmm. over the last um several years a couple decades at least so i just thought okay you know people are going to steal money from a zombie place because that makes fucking sense ocean's 12 i'm like oh no no we're making an ocean's 12 that's what oh my god it's so funny that you mentioned that and- like <laughs> I, as, I, as I'm doing it, I'm just seeing Batista go up to these people, just random motherfuckers, and almost every single one of them, it's just like every fucking heist movie we've ever fucking watched, yes. every single one of them just looks at him as like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Literally, yeah. <laughs> literally immediately. And they tried, like, they made them a little interesting, but there was, like, no chemistry at all yeah. and the they tried to like kind of build up build them up a little bit and give them a little bit of a backstory but it's just like what, what i think it's this? kind of where's sandra bullock where's sandra bullock right? when you need her hey, rihanna <laughs> god damn it <laughs> I, was, I think it's kind of interesting that um, they created the only like zombie apocalypse movie where currency or like money matters yeah because i guess i guess they're painting it like a it's more of a pre yeah it was a prequel it hadn't quite uh destroyed everything so you could still get mcdonald's like two miles away from the quarantine zone (laughs) yeah yeah exactly it's uh, like Uh. i've never like there's never been that perspective at it i don't really think to the zombie apocalypse genre i'm also not like super well versed in it but like usually it's like dystopian future like all right it's all ended like we're gonna have to rebuild society if this ever ends yep you are you are right on the money. I, this is I will say that the the very few things that I thought were interesting, um, and I can commend <laughs> Zack Snyder few. for, uh, <laughs> was that this was a quarantined thing because I've never 
like there you could make an argument that like uh world war z had a similar thing mm-hmm. um and i kind of thought it was going to have the same moment as world war z where zombie where like you know the alpha zombie spoilers uh, by the way everybody knows their spoilers the alpha zombies <laughs> i thought it was going to happen the alpha zombies all like command the dumb zombies to run up against the the shipping containers yeah. so they turn into their own you know area but unfortunately you know well i guess fortunately yes. that didn't happen because it would have been too played out but it's funny that you do mention uh chemistry emily mm-hmm. so mac did you know uh go did you know going in or could you tell what uh actor was digitally edited or digitally added in in post no uh, Emily, do you have an idea? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know who it is. I was going to bring that up, but okay, yeah, go for it. No, yeah, that's, in, it. No, that's it. interesting because I like, like I said, I didn't know. Like, I just watched this this morning. I didn't even know that it was like it even existed until you Same. guys said, "Let's make, let's do." I let's literally, do a I, I think I saw it. a thing for it like three or four days before we like discussed it. I was like, oh. I'm oh, I've been on this shit since like fucking it was first announced because everybody was fucking it was it was first announced around the same time as uh, the Snyder cut was like getting ramped up. Mm-hmm. So everybody on Reddit was just sucking Zack Snyder's dick. <laughs> and then, you know, this comes out and everybody's like, he's going to be better than Romero. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, you fucking peasants. Oh, this, <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> wow. But, um, wow. Emily, do you want to do you want to do you want to go in on uh, who was at, who was digitally added and why, if you know? Um, um, yeah, yeah. So our our sweet, sweet, and she was uh, they were like a really, really big part. I don't, I don't know, um, of like a great part of the movie and kind of a redeeming quality because it was clear that the part was written um, to be the funny, like oh, fire him off sidekick or whatever, the helicopter mm-hmm. pilot. Um, I don't remember the character's name, but it's played by Tig Tig Nataro. Mm-hmm. And she was awesome because she replaced um, Chris Delia. And oh, yeah. I, when I was that... watching it and I was like, the only thing that could make this movie worse was if it was Chris Delia saying these fucking words. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're both the, like, I think that kind of saved it because it's like, it's just the t- typical, like, oh, they're just the funny, funny member of the team, whatever. Um, but she pulled it off. I can't imagine being anybody but her. Like that was like like Mm -hmm. such a such a good job at like playing that like kind of background like character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of a hard ass, but they're still like they're supposed to be lovable in the end. And if it really wasn't her, if like if it was him, I would have just been like, get just get him out and just maybe just don't say more words. Just stop saying the words (laughs) (laughs) and just be done. Like. It was yeah, I, think I know it that they, like uh, so my wife said that they like I didn't know about all the digital stuff but my wife said cuz she was watching it with me she was like you know they had to spend like a whole fuck ton of money to replace Cristelia in this and I was like yeah. oh damn I like I didn't know that he was even taking roles like this usually all of his roles were pretty on brand mm-hmm. and the re- the reason for anybody that's unaware yeah. uh, that he had to be replaced is because he is a he he's committed sexual assault on multiple people. Mm-hmm. Um, so fuck Chris Delia. Yeah, he can and forever he, fuck he, Chris Delia. Not fucking funny. He's an asshole. And yeah, it wasn't even and really that's that funny before all of that came out. And I thought so. There a couple things that I thought were interesting. But f- first, I'm going to kind of say this. As I was watching it, now I already knew going in that Tig was uh, added in post, yeah. but it's it's 
it's always that question of would I have noticed this if I didn't know it? I don't. Think and so. I was watching it. Uh, my roommate was upstairs for the first hour that I was watching it, and he was like, "You know, these shots are kind of weird." Uh, and he was pointing out that every time Tig was talking, the first time Tig and Batista quote unquote speak, um, it shows Batista talking, then hard cuts, then cuts, then cuts, then cuts, mm-hmm. then cuts, and that was super jarring. And yeah. I thought, and as I'm watching that, I would have been like, something was either wrong with the shot or he's or like, made of- something was out of post. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So I did to- say that I could have edited this better. Like, I didn't really, I didn't see, like, I didn't see that, but I did see, like, I was like, no, this is like choppy. And like the director of photography needs to learn how to like autofocus because of the depth of field of yes. is distracting and it like was blurry, him. like around the edges and, and shit. So, okay. So I actually have a theory on that. Right. So if, I, I don't know how much either of you two watch sports or anything, but when, when you're watching uh, the NFL or when you're watching the NBA, especially during playoff season, yeah, it's the uh, any cameras, dude. Does yeah. 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 The eight K's. And I'm just sitting there like, that's great when you're doing an athlete that you don't really and I know in certain shots, you don't need to know what's around them, but like they did the 8K and I think this was like a movie for eight fucking K with how much they did it. They did it and they obscured the background and then they'd have somebody walk in. So the camera would refocus. Yeah. You yeah. see the background and then you'd see, you know, the the actors and actresses in 8K. And I'm just it was so jarring that I even wrote down and I said, this looks like it was edited or this looks like it was shot on an iPhone stuck in the 8K mode. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, it was it that. Did look- he did everything. He was the director oh, of photography and he wrote the screenplay. And he directed it. And they I let him do all the writing that. dialogue. They let him commit these war crimes and they just yeah. gave him money to do it. Look, I'm telling you right now, the best thing that Zack Snyder ever directed was that damn Al movie, Legends of the Guardian. And. I don't think that he wrote any of it and it's all animated. So like, <laughs> yeah, if literally maybe like a bet someone else wrote the screenplay because the dialogue actually, like I laughed out loud a few times. Oh yeah. It because was I'm just like, oh. and especially the on oh, spoilers, spoilers, but the, the little babe, the little, little tiny blue babe. Oh my yeah. God. Talk about, I knew oh my it was coming. God. When I saw it on the screen. I literally almost cried. I was laughing so hard. I paused the movie. And it was like, I couldn't <laughs> tell if it was dead or alive. I'm like, okay, so this baby, so so did the zombies fuck? And did, yeah. did they get pregnant? Was she already pregnant? <laughs> yeah, so- is this zombie baby dead? Is it alive? What is it even dead or alive? What is I think it? It's a, so um he he had talked about it a little bit, I guess. I didn't I don't like listening Good, to him. Good because it needs an explanation. Yeah, so there he was exploring the the whole I guess, okay, I don't know if you saw any of the cyborg stuff, but they're, like, pushing a little away from this, the normal zombies a little more towards aliens or, like, and stuff like that. So the, the zombies started um, trying to reproduce themselves so that they could continue and grow their population without humans. And so um, that baby was conceived post-mortem. <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a dead alien baby. Um the the alpha like the original alpha um made it with with his girl that he found in Vegas when he stormed the place. And so yeah, he's alive. He's their future. Wow. That baby is their future. You could be the doctor. I was I- 
I was just, I was peeking. I'm like, so this is a straight rip of, this is a shit. This is somebody that watched Dawn of the Dead one time and was like, well, yeah, no, I understand the, it. Yeah, the zombie birth in Dawn of the, he remade that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but that also, this just that explains me. the softcore zombie porn at the one hour mark. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that was kind of weird. Super sensual zombie. Like they were like all up in each other's grills and stuff, you know, yeah. like, I, like I thought, I thought that we were getting into something freaky. Yeah. They're like. It's trying to push more towards a more, I guess, elevated kind of zombies, and they they express love and like they're they're learning like fast. I, it's crazy. They just could be going on dates and stuff. It's so cute. I can say <laughs> that I thought it was I thought it was kind of cool that there were two levels of zombies mm-hmm. and the stupid level of zombies like they straight up died in the sun because they're so fucking stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did yeah. thoroughly enjoy that. I, I guess it, it it took a lot of like just uh, dis- suspending disbelief. And I know I'm saying that for a zombie movie. So shut the fuck up, Graham. I get it. <laughs> but in the sense of like, okay, so there's these zombies that can control every zombie, right? The alphas seemingly or the king alpha seemingly could control every other zombie. Okay, cool. I understand that. I'm in for it. That's That's been done in video games. I like that it's done in this. Uh, and also one of Romero's things was the further away from the original zombie you get, the stupider you are. I get mm-hmm. it. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> they were surrounded and it's kind of expanded upon by um, the coyotes uh, leading, leading them through. They were surrounded by, by just shipping containers. There was like an entire city worth of population. They could simply just make a wall and climb over it. But I, like I said, it was expanded on co- by Coyote saying that, you know, it's a it's their town. They get to run it. But, yeah, yeah, they did. They weren't trying to get out. They that's my if they're smart, they knew that they were going to get fucking leveled. Yeah. Like, I, I so I don't know. I, I it was one of those things that I'm just like, I get what you're saying. But if you know, it, even if they would have just added like a metric fuck ton of military defense on top of it. Yeah. Oh, I totally would have been in for it. Totally would have maybe, been in for maybe it. Maybe they're smart enough to love each other, but not smart enough to be skeptical. Right? You know, like like they just didn't get that part of the brain. Like maybe that's like something that died with them. I don't know. Like, I know, why am I trying to rationalize this? Fuck Zack Snyder. Exactly. And it, it, Zack Snyder <laughs> makes movies for 12-year-old boys to think it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And nobody else. Like I was looking at his fucking, I was looking at his IMDb just now. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, Dawn of the Dead in 2004, which was shitty. Uh, 300 Watchmen, Sucker Punch, Man of Steel, all the snow, all the Superman, uh, like every single movie. And and my not my favorite scene, but the scene that just stuck out for me <laughs> with that was when Batista was shooting all the zombies, and there's just in slow mo because it has to be slow mo, oh, yeah. and there's just money falling down around him. Yeah. I'm just like. This is shot so a twelve-year-old thinks this is fucking cool. Yeah, I was like, that's gonna end up on a foil T-shirt. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're gonna replace Batista's head with Bugs Bunny, though. Oh God, I'm in on that though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my. Don't make me go back to the old me. <laughs> uh, one thing I do want to mention is how cool the zombie tiger was. Oh, that was so dope. Yeah, the, the horse was, was even awesome. cooler. I thought like. Was it a zombie horse? I didn't actually yeah, notice. Yeah, I just thought he was riding a live horse. Yeah, yeah, he was a zombie horse. And I honestly thought when I saw the tiger, he was really cool. But putting Tig in 
looked better. Like the special effects putting her into the movie looked better oh, than yeah. the fucking zombie tiger. Well, I, I, I think the reason for that was I guess it's just because it's so jarring seeing that just next to a city street. Obviously, <laughs> I, I, like, I think the the reason that Tig looked better than the than the tiger though is because Tig was shot in the eight K yeah. almost exclusively. So. Yeah, wasn't what? it in Zack Snyder's backyard? He recorded something. I know that he had a green screen. Oh and my he did. So God. I think I don't know if it was for this or something else, but and I saw wow. something, and everyone's like, "Well, you know, Zack Snyder, he does great when you just when you leave him to do his thing, man. There's no like, there's no runtime limits. There's no nothing. Nobody's trying to get in his way, and he does so much better." Yeah. Then why did I sit through two and a half hours? <laughs> He had all that time. <laughs> he had all that fucking time. Nobody told him to do shit. They might have. They should have. <laughs> yeah. Zack Snyder is the final boss. Is the final boss you get when you reach the top of white boy privilege uh, mountain, <laughs> and you need to fight the the god because it's just he he doesn't make <sighs> two and a half hour long movie. None of us have a favorite scene. Yeah. I we have lines my, that... my favorite scene I, I marked it the hour and 46 minute which is when the girl uh like they have that big deep conversation and then she turns around and opens the elevator and then the zombie snaps in there that's my favorite scene okay sure uh, yeah yeah, yeah no, that, that was, was good, good. I that's, but, uh, that's that's the 14 year old boy shit again you know what i mean though <laughs> i know yeah. she was just like five minutes earlier he was like what's wrong and she was like I'm in love with you, and I didn't know how to tell you this, and I didn't want to tell you before, but now the war's going to end, and I have to tell you that I love you. And he's like, oh, my God, I thought we were never going to get back together. And she was like, yeah, I'm trying to get with you. And then she fucking died immediately. And as soon as <laughs> yeah. she, as soon as, well, I like, knew she was going to die her, as soon as that shit happened. Yeah, as soon like, as, as, soon as she started about that. And she, as and soon then, as, like, the tear, and I was like, oh, what's going to be? <laughs> I thought he was going to rip her jaw off, but I was like, they're not going to do that twice. No, yeah. I also love that they had everybody carry gas cans on their back so that they could blow up that one girl. I know. And that was dumb. That shit pissed me off. The The girl with the red bandana, she was fucking killing it. And I was like, maybe she won't die. And I was like, wait, what am I doing? Yeah, she's going to die. But I was like, she's doing great. And then at the end, she gets swarmed by zombies and her friend is standing 20 feet away from her watching her die. And they're like, yeah. the, the mean uh, government guy's like, just leave her, bro. She's dead. And it's just like, if you made the shot to blow the gas tank up, you couldn't have made the shot to kill all the fucking zombies. Yeah. And also, and just, also uh, literally everyone else, you could see their lights. We're, we're like 20 feet behind him. Mm -hmm. so th that woman did not need to die. Yeah. And no, what the like, fuck, I, dude? I, I, I even wrote this down and I'm sitting there like she had time to yell run, but she didn't think to yell it was it was Him. the scummy dude. Yeah. She didn't she didn't warn yeah. everybody else that this douchebag is the one that did it to her. And it's not no. like they were like busy reloading their weapons or anything because they never did that once in two and a half hours. I they did it a couple <laughs> times. Batista when he was shooting the fucking money. Okay, so, okay, sir. Um, but yeah, like she saw him lock the door. Now you know throwing the throwing the throwing the uh, uh, glow stick. Okay, sure, she can't prove that, but like. He locked the door, watched her. She shot at him, and luck and lucky Ran. for him, it was unloaded. Yeah. She doesn't think to say this fucker let me die. And she was already yeah, and she was already against him. And the guy said, "What did you do to her?" Before yes. she had come out, and it's like, 
And then at the oh, towards later when um he was trying to escape with the head and they were all trapped down in the in the thing, he locks the hatch behind him. And yeah. Dave Batista didn't say a word. He didn't even go like, "Wow, that was kind of a dick move. Now we're probably going to die." He didn't say shit. He didn't say anything at all. Yeah. I was like the 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 writing was just god tier shit. Well, it's, it's like so like sad. I said earlier, it said the script probably like the script reads like a fourth grader trying to lie about what they did last summer. Literally. Mm-hmm. And it, like, did this. like it just keeps on building and, and building this, and yeah. building. It's like it gets more and more ridiculous. Yeah. And also, so we want to talk about more and more ridiculous. I want you to think about this: the alpha zombie, because it was sentient, right? I loved his cape. The- it was cute. I thought it was hilarious. The alpha zombie had to make a conscious decision to bite the tiger to make the tiger into a sentient tiger. Zombie tiger. He had to go, I want a pet tiger, nom nom, and make sure nobody else fucked with it. Well, and it works in Vegas, too, because they just got, like, tigers for shows and stuff all around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was Siegfried and Roy's tiger. Yeah. Oh, God, I just... He had a big chunk off the side, and I was looking yeah. at it. I saw like bite marks, but I couldn't tell if the big chunk was from like getting shot with something or if like he got a little no, the zombies made steaks. A little monch, yeah, he got a little monched on. So I wanna, I wanna say, I wanna give everybody a last chance just to say one thing: shitting on the movie, shitting on Zack Snyder, what they like, whatever you want to say. Because I want to transition this, and this might be a little bit more interesting for the ending of this. I want to transition this into what we think zombie movies should start to uh, epitomize and start to warn about. So um, I'm just going to say this just really quick, though. Zack Snyder being the king of subtlety he is with Mm -hmm. zombies playing at the end. Superman falls in Jesus position. Mm -hmm. Like every time I watch a Zack Snyder movie, it's it's that it's that uh, audio clip of. Yeah, I know writers who you've who you subtext. They're all fucking cowards. (laughs) so I don't know if you guys have any f- closing thoughts about the movie before we move on, but I just I just hate Zack Snyder. Yeah, the zombie thing. I was glad that it was actually her though, because when he uh, when he accepted the job and he started packing up all his guns in his little apartment or whatever, and they started playing the worst fucking cover of Bad Moon Rising. Yes, while he was doing it, was, and then before she said, "All the covers suck." Bad Moon Rising. After she said Rising, I was like. Oh. Oh, I know the cover. All of the covers were so bad in that. It was such a mixed, and I get that what he was going for, kind of a jar and in, in themes and stuff. But it was just so weird and back and forth in the way they would cut between like crazy action to when they they, they do a bunch of stuffs happen and then they get just the two of them in the in the elevator, and it's like like fucking elevator music <laughs> i'm just yeah. like oh, oh my god it's very video gamey yeah, yeah it was it was like it was pretty good and the gore was pretty cool i like oh, i love that campy fuck. like disgusting bullshit i want to see him oh. take the fucking intestine and chew it on it chew oh on the headshot that. on like, the alpha was yeah that was so oh. in the and i think it was in the when opening the dude got smashed yeah, yeah. oh that they was- killed the kid too they dropped <laughs> on the child i was in no i was like oh shit i was like oh she's running back i was like oh she's gonna eat eaten by zombies because i wasn't like realizing what they were that they were dropping it and then she, i was like oh oh so he's gonna he's saying oh this is we're going fucking hard dude and i saw a tweet somewhere and they were like 
Army of the Dead. I think it was by Netflix or one of his people. Uh, Army of the Dead is on Netflix now. And by the way, this is the Snyder Cut. And I was like, Jesus, Christ. <laughs> oh my god, it was it was uh, okay. I, I loved, uh, but the the opening scene where she's got the the gun on top of the tank and it just fucking shreds the zombie like all the way down to his fucking waist, dude. And when yeah. it, when he gets stuck by the wall, I think the with the the safe cracker and. I don't remember his name, but the guy Omari Hardwick, who, who was the the final, he was the final no, girl. He's the final remember. girl. Um, but I the only reason we re- I can remember Dieter's name is because he was German, and I he was so cute. I know I he was so cute. It. I love everybody else. Together. I I legitimately don't know what Batista's name was. I don't know what know any he, of the maybe? other actors, actresses. Tig. Greg? I have no idea what the fuck Tig's name was. The piece of shit actor, like the piece of shit guy in the movie, don't know his name. Oh, not I don't know anything about this movie. Yeah, yeah. like I couldn't name the characters. And it, it was enough to, you don't care. Like these aren't yeah. likable. You don't want to see them. And then, and then Mac, did you, did you have any uh, closing yeah. thoughts about the movie? I, uh, to anybody that's thinking about watching this, the first explosion is at three minutes and 27 seconds. And the nuclear explosion is uh, about 10 minutes or about 15 minutes before the end. The headshot we were talking about is about 10 minutes before the end. And mm-hmm. all of the opening credits are all of the cool zombie killing shots that you actually want to see. Yeah. You're welcome. I just saved you about two hours. Yeah, that's great. So I, I kind of wanted to transition um, just into what we want America, uh, what we want zombie movies to be, because in discussion in the, in the server, um, River noted that American zombie movies all have tropes. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, cave zombie movies like Train to Busan and Alive, they don't really have tropes. They're all interesting and and have their own have their own bits to it. So in the past, and and Romero's original wasn't quite as as pronounced as it is now, but zombies always just kind of meant like some generic large problem with society, like we're all sheeple. Um, like, you know, the whole, we're all on our cell phone. So that was the current popular thing. Uh, cause fuck millennials. Am I right? I know. Yeah. Um, then, you know, back when Romero dropped it, it was consumerism and, you know, so what, what do you guys, and this is a question I didn't prep anybody for. So if you don't have a great answer, that's fine. Yeah. What do you guys want zombie movies to start to represent? Like what aspect of society or what group of society do you want, uh, do you want do you want zombie movies to try to t- start to represent? I mean, I, don't, I like for zombie movies specifically. I like what I would like to see as far as entertainment goes is I would like to see like some high quality zombie satire. Like I want like Tucker versus Dale quality sat- oh, like zombie God. satire. You Dawn know? of the Dead. I know, but like, I, like, I want something like really updated and modern now, yeah. like now, you know, like there, there's so much zombie content out there that is like just a giant cheese ball that like you could poke at in a really, really cool like way. <laughs> um, I, like I think that that would be awesome because yeah. I think that also like it, it's a hard concept to kind of run with. Um, but. Also, I, like I, I like the Romero focus on like consumerism and stuff. I think that that's definitely maybe having a focus like a, a focus on like social media or something like uh, not not necessarily like cell phones, but the importance that like society puts on social popularity through media. Mm-hmm. OK, I like that. I can like that. 
Yeah. Emily, uh, Emily, do you have any do you have any kind of thoughts with it? Um, I feel like you can really do anything with these, and you can put it in any anyone's kind of perspective. You never really see like um what's the the purge movie where they had the one where it was in the the point of view of the low income people yeah. just trying yeah, to get out you don't really see that it's like oh how are the oh my god how are these white people in the mall gonna get out holy shit mm-hmm. but like yeah. uh what about the seven families in the apartment block that's being overrun like by zombies and they don't have the uh fucking ak-47s and I just want to cut you off just for a quick yeah. second. Uh, I did a, um, I did like a, I, I always do a POC counter and there were multiple people of color, uh, but every single one of them was white passing except for uh, Omari yeah. and um, the, the uh, Japanese mastermind behind everything. So con- continue, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. Cause you can really do anything, but just changing the perspective. And of course, yeah, we need a little bit uh, of a more consistent person of color counter because you don't. Yeah. And it's in in a way that's not like disingenuous. There, so we don't have the, the token. And the one, the bandana girl, I think she was supposed to be a like a nod to some Resident Evil or something like that. Like a character Maybe. in Resident Evil. But it's just like the people, uh, people of color exist in the world. And so like they're not they're not just tokens so it feels like every every time they're just picking them up okay we have a here's one black guy put him on the list here's yeah. a latina woman we'll add her yeah gotta, oh, we gotta got to pepper him into the crowd yes yes a korean man we'll put him on the team i guess we have to put the white guy but we'll put him in the front we'll put him in the front we'll don't worry society we'll make him the leader yeah 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 it's fine <laughs> but um just cuz it's zombies has been a huge social a uh, hub of social commentary hub um and it's like romero his first like is it night of the living dead i think it was the first one in 1968 he when he did it he didn't plan on it being such a huge impact um with the, like the whole race thing with the black the black guy surviving through the end he just hired a guy because he wanted like the good actor you know what i mean to do it and then but at the end the him dying getting shot right in the eye by the the vigilante guys right at the end was the was the huge the huge thing but it, it and it went over a lot better than some of the other kind of zombos especially dawn of the dead god jesus christ <laughs> but just a a more honest and like genuine um social commentary i guess i think it would be kind of cool to see like a, a Jordan Peele directed zombie flick. Yeah. Like he did, he did really well with that, like thriller stuff anyways. So mm-hmm. I think that would be kind of like interesting to see something from his perspective, not only as like a person of color, but also from a comedic background. Mm-hmm. I, I want more gore. So more gore, more gore. I got a hot take on, on, on Peele. I'm not sure that I like what he's doing right now. <laughs> oh like right um, like like currently are you yeah. trying to cancel him no i just don't think so all right i don't, I don't like i'm i like i i try to keep up but like there's a lot of shitty people in the world so no i to my knowledge he's still a good dude i don't know oh, okay um but i watched uh so i watched us first didn't watch get out 
Um, and I thought us was just kind of like, it feels like he's doing baby's intro to social commentary while <laughs> acting like he's writing a master fucking thesis on it. And that's kind of annoying to me. Uh, I am very much so looking forward to watching Candyman whenever that does actually yes. come out, because yeah. let's be honest here, that is that is that is the pinnacle of, of black horror in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, however, just kind of not sure I like him as much as everybody else does. But back on topic, um, <laughs> I think a cool place for and I, I had this idea when um we saw scumbag cop and obviously, you know, when scumbag cop gets put on the, put on the mission, I was like, I wrote down scumbag cop is going to be bait. And then it was, yep, mm-hmm. he's bait. Yeah. So, so I just kind of think that Zack Snyder has references to, um, a lot of like, Hey, I'm actually woke kids references. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I mean, he directed, he directed and wrote sucker punch and he cannot write women. Whoa. Um, so, Oh my God. Uh, right go on so uh which as again as a 16 or 17 year old i thought that was the most woke movie i've ever fucking watched uh haven't gone back to watch it again because come the fuck on yeah but don't um, do that to yourself right at the time it was though man like we like we weren't watching shit then you know yeah no you're you're right people weren't actually saying stuff at all so like the little bits of it that we got we were like god damn they were making a statement yeah (laughs) um so uh, i think and so I had the idea when he becomes a zombie and he gets taken apart, like, you know, within half a second. I think if we do a zombie take that is on rape culture, I think that could be very interesting and yeah. move forward with the whole societal commentary and how we all just kind of are complete. Unless you're anti, you are complicit. Yeah. And, you know, how how do you make a zombie movie about sexual assault? That's a very... Not because without it being campy and without it being disrespectful, that's extremely difficult. So the fucking Evil I, Dead, the tree, the, what? the tree and, from the Evil Dead. That was also what in the eighties. Yeah, like you know, things are a little bit different. Yeah, like, way uh, bit different. They skipped that in the remake. They they, they, took, they took that in the remake. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. If we if we started like uh, poking holes in all of the like sexual misconduct that happens in eighties films, why oh, we Jesus could, God. We'd, we'd be we'd be here in days. Like would not have a movie. <laughs> we would have to pull them all from the shelves. So I guess you know I'm just kind of thinking, where can we take, where can we take horror and get it to the next level? So we we've been in a malaise of average to below average horror and quote unquote scary themed movies. Like this isn't a horror, but it is a scary themed movie. So I, I I don't know. So that's kind of my thought. Like moving into something that's real and something that people can look at and be like this is a thing to be concerned about and we need to do something because one thing about one thing about ho- good horror and good comedy, uh, cause I think they're so closely related They're The ones that punch down never are remembered. It's the ones that are ahead of their time and saying, Hey, look at this societal problem mm-hmm. or Hey, let me joke about these. Why do we remember Dave Chappelle? He was, well, for a lot of reasons, but <laughs> yeah. he was talking about like, you know, he was talking about fucking um, how 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 you know police target black guys, and but he made it funny before that was really a thing that was on mainstream television. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal, but it was not mainstream. It wasn't. Yeah, digest- it wasn't digestible yet. Exactly, and he was ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think if we start looking at it like that, it could be a lot more interesting. Um, but 
you know, I'd love to hear what some listeners uh, have to say on that. Tweet us, uh, Podzilla2000. Um, you can DM any of us. Uh, I will put all of our social medias in the description. Feel free to click on those. Uh, tweet us, shit talk us, um, insult us, follow yeah, I'm, us. I'm always I don't down know. for some smack talk. Mac does talk smack. So <laughs> uh, I guess any, any closing thoughts uh, on general on the podcast here? Fuck Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. fucking balls That's look I'm just stop like, letting him do things fucking stop <laughs> just stop look he's gonna need to go on some like ayahuasca retreats or something and find himself if I, if he's gonna rebuild trust through film with me ever again like I don't like I, he needs to figure something out because he's, he's not never right again right he's not getting it <laughs> he's he's like beyond it he's not getting he's not getting it but he's just making all the other stuff around it he's making new <laughs> yeah. shit that's not it well, and usually his movies at least look cool, but this one didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, some of it did, but like yeah. for the most part, it was kind of hard to watch. It was like it. It was just. It was a dialogue killed it. If for a zombie movie, you'd think like, I mean, they they got the guts. They got the guts. What do you? What else do you need? Well, I can't enjoy the guts if I'm literally wanting to just cry, listening <laughs> to this man tell his daughter why he didn't want to be around her anymore because because he had to stab her mother in the head in front of her bedroom door. Uh, uh, but let us know what your fave kill was, and why it was the, <laughs> and why it was the wall squish because that was like yeah. one of two good ones. It's if it's not the wall squish, I will actually meet you in a Denny's parking lot and we'll fight. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, that's been Podzilla two thousand. Thank you to all of our loyal listeners, all like seven of you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait until I add a zero to that number. Yeah, and, Rivers, uh, uh, Rivers, not here to thank your parents for being our two followers. So all right, thank your mom and dad. I love you. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great time. Thank you. Peace.